Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of March 2022. <laughs> Not late at all, you know what I'm saying? Hello there, everybody. I'm George. I'm here with Ryan Lance. That's my name. Don't say it. Uh, Carrie Lyles. Hello. Uh, hello there, everybody. Uh, welcome to a new year. It's so weird. Every time we say it's technically the canonical new year of movies, not really, but we do the end of <laughs> in the middle because that's how movies work, you know? Um, anyways, hello there. Welcome. We're doing March 2021. Uh, it is April. We are 2022. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, that's uh, that's why we pay Carrie the big bucks so she yeah. can correct me every fucking time I get the year. Wait, Carrie's right. being paid. Oops! Yikes! Uh, I paid you. What the hell is going on here? Uh, March 2022. Uh, better late than never. Uh, anyways, hello. Yes, we have movies to talk about. Um, I think let's just get into it. The biggest movie of March, without a doubt, in the Morbius. movie. Morbius. No. Oh, no. Oh, that's April. That's April. Oh, I'm so sorry. We don't get to that's talk April. about Morbius. We do yet. not get to yes. talk about Morbius. You know, this is where <laughs> you could. This is where you could do like a fun. We don't talk about Bruno, but Morbius. That's funny. Oh, you know, that's funny. Funny. Too many syllables. It is. You're right. Anyways, <laughs> Matt Reeves the Batman came out. Um, we saw it. I only saw it once. Did everybody here saw it multiple times? People really. I saw, I saw it twice. Okay. Twice. All right. Okay. Well, cool. Um, anyways, yeah, there's uh, certainly a lot of anticipation for this one. Matt Reeves, the Apes Man. Uh, Carrie, not a fan of the Apes. Don't like the Apes. Not a fan of the Apes, but... Uh, <laughs> I do like, he did Cloverfield, too, right? Uh-huh. Yes. I like Cloverfield. All of us fans of Robert Pattinson, Robert oh Pattinson, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and we're, so we are a few months... I'm uh, uh, a few months. A month. It feels like a few months. A mm-hmm. month from it. Ryan Lance, what do you think of Matt Reeves, the Batman? Uh... It's like the best Batman movie. I don't. I mm. honestly don't know what to say personally. It's just very like, because I rewatched some of the older Batman stuff um, in preparation for this, um, and you know, I I don't want to like do too much comparison to like this and other movies, but it's just like the world of Gotham looks horrible and like very gothic in like of that fun aesthetic way from like uh like the older animated series. Sure, yeah. Um, I love I loved that visual aspect of it. And then Robert Pattinson. It's the most comic booky, I think. Since yeah. Batman, like the Tim Burton ones. Yeah, and even then when I watch the Tim Burton ones, they feel more Tim Burton than Batman because he has a very like insane visual style, <laughs> especially when it comes to comic book and stuff. But this just feels like just like feels like you're looking at a comic book and then Brian Pattinson is unhinged and crazy. He he's so focused on just being Batman and just beating people up that it's just admirable and like wonderful. And yeah, Bruce Wayne's not really in this movie. It's just the Batman. It's just no, Batman. and I I really like that approach to it because it's it's you know he's early, he's so early in the career and he's so like focused on being Batman that he just has no interest in being Bruce Wayne. And that's like the main thing I've heard like other Batman fans like knock on this is like the his bruce wayne is just you know some emo boy and not like that playboy kind of aspect yes yeah. uh christian bales was known for but it's like this man is just so focused on being crazy and like <laughs> beating people up that like i admire that and that feels like it would make sense for this character at that place in that story and he's just it's just great i i love this so much it, one of my favorite comic book movies now. Um, and it's weird being this uh, person who's been so uh, just like bored with comic book movies after, you know, we've been spoiled with them to like have one come around that's very exciting and interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about Carrie, it. Carrie, what did you think of this? Carrie, you I, hate I, comic book. Uh, no, I really like this movie too. And I know myself well enough to know that if it was someone other than Robert Pattinson and Paul Mm, Dano and Colin Farrell, I probably wouldn't be as invested, but I just really enjoyed their performances and Mm -hmm. what they bring to the table. And, uh, I found it fun and, uh, fun and like dour detective movie at the same time. And I really liked that. 
and I had a good time. And both times when I watched it, because, like, the big thing with this movie, a lot of people were like, three hours for Batman movie, and yeah. I didn't feel it Me neither. that much. I was entertained the whole time. And it's got some insane sequences, like the car chase sequence. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I think that's why this is, like, you know, so good, like, in a movie theater, because that car chase scene, like, with the speakers just, like, shaking it around you is, <laughs> yeah. like, ah, oh, yes. Finally a good car chase it's like, movie. Boom, 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 it's boom, like, oh, boom. It's like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I agree for the most part that the three hours that, like, flew by. It wasn't until, like, the last, like, once we were, like, this is the last act of the movie, clearly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like, oh, okay, now, yeah. We have a lot more movie to go, t- to go through. <laughs> um, but for the most part, it didn't, it didn't, feel like it was that long i think there are moments for me where you could cut it and make it tighter for me um that is to say that i think this movie is good i like it a lot i don't love it um there are some weird parts that didn't work for me um like the stuff with alfred i wish there was uh i think wish that was stronger which uh yeah i think um oh my god andy circus is great but i don't think yeah. that he's got a lot to work with here and he's not on screen that much yeah and then there's a scene where you're like supposed to be super worried. Yeah, it's all like it. you're, you're just. It's like you only worry because it's like, oh, it's Alfred. Yeah, yeah. right. No, Alfred yeah, exactly. Knowledge. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's. What I like about it is that it's very comic book. It's very modern graphic novelly, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that. Where with Robert Pattinson's Batman doing the fucking this city. This <laughs> <movie."> <laughs> Well, fucking oh, music. No. <laughs> I love that. And I that think it's great. Yeah. So excited for like sequels and like all the HBO spinoff shows they're apparently making. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know what? I love this like world that like they made with this. I am so all for you know exploring that in more ways. Um, and also you know HBO Max needs a little more. Uh, needs a little bit more content sometimes. Maybe I'm gonna get a lot more Discovery stuff on there now. Probably. Um, I hope they don't go the like the Disney bundle route where it's like if you can get uh CNN Plus, HBO Max, and Discovery Plus. Just throw it in HBO Max. I've heard. Have you heard about C CNN Plus? No. I mean, I've heard of it, but yeah, it's not doing well. It's doing really bad. (laughs) And you know what? I like CNN. They're yeah, they're fine. They're the news source I usually go to for. You know, basic new stuff, but man. I can watch my Anthony Bourdain on HBO Max. That's, That's you know, true. Um, uh, John Turturro's a great bad guy uh, to get he back on the Batman. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I, I, we were a generation who has seen John Turturro be humiliated as a fucking klutz in the Transformers movies. Uh, mm. And in this movie, he is just really good. <laughs> just really calm, cool bad guy. I mean, it's not a groundbreaking bad guy. It's just like the very stone-faced, don't-fuck-with-me bad guy who's got a... a good mob a, boss energy. Exactly. A good mob boss energy to him. Um, but yeah, he's great as a bad guy. Um, I like Zoe Kravitz. Uh, I think uh, the Penguin is fucking great. <laughs> he's, the, yes. he's, like, he's fucking he's fantastic. So <laughs> He's the most comic booky thing of the movie, maybe, but he fits in perfectly fine. Um, Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Take it easy, sweetheart. That's what I love about that spinoff. It's going to be 10 episodes yeah, of him yeah. just doing that. Will and it I, get old? No. No, no, well, not. It will only get better. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this movie. I didn't love it as much as... Uh, I think like people are really head over heels with this. I think you like it a lot, Ryan. I like it a lot. Um, definitely up there for favorite comic book stuff too uh it's the batman baby um i wish i liked it a little bit more just because um it seems fun to love this movie a lot you think do you think it'll be something when you rewatch it someday you'll be like ah oh, I, I like and appreciate a lot more of that. i think it's there's just some a lot of stuff in it that doesn't work for me i think i don't know if that stuff is going to i even can overlook it or if it just okay. melds in better for me um, but I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray because nice. why not? I, <laughs> yeah. If I can watch that movie, that three-hour movie at home, that's fine. Uh, while it, I'm doing the chores, it, it, it feels good when like a big blockbuster movie with like a lot of money and its effects comes out, and I like it enough to want to buy the Blu-ray because then it's like, okay, I have all these weird art house movies. Sure. Um, but now I have something that like really just like uses all that fancy shit, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, good, good stuff. 
Anyway, that's the Batman. Uh, next movie on here, I have not seen yet, but I want to see. Oh. It feels like a while since I've seen people talk about it, but that is a Fresh, Fresh which baby. is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Hulu original. And baby. it is a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Carrie, what the hell is Fresh? Uh, Fresh is uh, about this girl who is experiencing the tumultuous landscape of online dating. Oh. And uh, she's like, God, I've had it with all these dating apps. I just want to meet someone, but everyone's awful. And then she goes to a grocery store and she has a meet cute with this very charming man in the grape aisle. And he's got cotton candy grapes. Sebastian and he's, Stan. Yeah, Sebastian Stan. And uh, she's like, charmed by him and then they wind up going on a couple dates and forming a connection and he's like let's go on vacation together and this girl's friend is like don't do that and then she's like it'll be fine we've been on like four dates i know him so well no it no, was no, no, no. not fine reader <laughs> uh, so she she goes on the vacation and finds herself imprisoned of sorts and i'll i'll let i'll let the movie all right for you because <laughs> it's a fun journey when it you, is it is a when fun you don't journey. go in knowing what the thing is but the way that it's being advertised you kind of yeah the advertising kind of takes away but you know i think this is a movie similar to um god what was it that we watched recently that had the title card drop super late um my car yeah 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 <laughs> Um, this, this movie has a very long pre, like... Oh, I see what you're saying, um, yeah. <laughs> pre- prelude, I guess, mm-hmm. um, to when the tile card drops, and once it does drop, you're immediately like, okay, oh. <laughs> I get it, and this is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so good. It's a really good movie. Sebastian and got- Stan is a very good, so like, good. serial killer yeah. <laughs> kind of man. Um, it's very good, and I really like the, uh, the main lady, too. She, mm-hmm. she kind of did that um she did that role very well mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't i, I don't want to say too much because like the surprise of like where it goes is like very fun but like right. it's just like a very good solid horror movie that's a hulu original right you know? yeah like usually it's just the into the dark stuff which is like okay that was all right yeah it's not hookah but <laughs> oh my god few things are few very, things can be very true all right. It's got a lot of style. It's got panache, and it's fun. Yeah, uh, I tell yeah. myself I'll watch that. It's, it's a fun. Yeah. It's a fun spooky movie. Yeah, and it's got twists and turns. Baby. Oh, whoa! <laughs> okay, I'd recommend. Okay, I will try to watch that before my two-month free trial to Hulu runs out <laughs> uh, again. Um, that's fresh, baby. Uh, next movie. I remember us briefly mentioning that you knew the the director, but I had no clue. Uh, it's after Yang, which also has Colin Farrell. Yes, this movie dropped the same day as the Batman. Great. He had a great March third. <laughs> uh, but this is a. Uh, I always forget how the letters are arranged. Uh, Koganada, who uh, directed um, Columbus. Columbus, and uh, before that, he made a living as like a video essayist. Um, with some YouTube stuff, but mostly, like, making video essays, like, for, like, companies and whatnot. Um, and when you watch Columbus, you're like, wow, that, like, it's so, like, visually, like, beautiful and, like, cool. You're like, okay, this is a guy who made, you know, (laughs) artsy-fartsy video essays. And, like, I was, like, rewatching some of his old stuff, um, from a few years back, and I was like, this guy, like, made, like, the the template for how everyone else makes oh, these yeah. video essays. Like it's so remarkable. He's such a cool visual guy. But after Yang, starring Colin, whoa, take it easy there, sweetheart Farrell. Um, <laughs> it takes place in like pseudo future and it's about a family of four. Um, Colin Farrell, his wife, their adoptive daughter, and an android that um is programmed to help um, teach their adoptive daughter about uh, her Chinese culture because Colin Farrell and his wife are not Chinese, but they adopted a Chinese girl. Oh, okay. Um, and the story of the movie goes on with um, the android like shuts down suddenly and they're not able to bring him back up. And it's just them dealing with, you know, um, moving on from what is essentially like losing a family member mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, Colin Farrell's relationship with um, Yang. Uh, the android 
was a lot more like, oh, he has this. But a- as it goes on, he learns a lot more about, you know, uh, who he was outside of that family and how his relationship with his daughter, you know, really affected her. And he's just like reconnecting with this person that passed away and learning more about them. And it's so beautiful. It's it's like visually so cool. Uh, Colin Farrell is like amazing. Like watching this the day after you watch the Batman <laughs> is so crazy because this man has so much rage. He can go from like crazy, you know, pay good psychopath to like this soft, somber, sad performance. <laughs> it's so good. I love this movie way too much. It's crazy. I want to watch it. Is it only on Showtime? It's or? right now only on Showtime. You can probably rent it somewhere, but yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like it's just a Showtime original and it had very few like theater screens. None of them in our area, mm-hmm. obviously, which annoyed the <laughs> hell out of me. Um, but yeah, this, this movie is amazing. I, I love it so much. And, uh, it, uh, I don't know, man. It's so, it's so good. It, uh, it has some visual stuff very similar to a movie called All About Lily Chocho. Um, which is very cool because that is a very, you mentioned that last time, very underrated, uh, Japanese, uh, drama film. So if you're a fan of that movie, you will like this movie a lot for a reason that i will not say but yeah i would recommend both of those very very good am i crazy or was colin farrell in the fantastic beasts yeah. yes he, he was, was the first one he okay. was the disguise that grindelwald was wearing okay he was yeah. like a he was like a cop or something in the first one i don't remember and then it was revealed that it was grindelwald oh, the whole time which okay. is weird because it's like oh like colin farrell's a good like johnny depp is like you know, at that time was a good actor, but like yeah. you already ha- hired Colin Farrell, so why not just have Colin Farrell be Grindelgrim? Grindelgring. Yeah, just a very weird yeah. reveal. Um, I don't know. It felt like a more of a reveal of the actor than <laughs> yeah, because like the... I had no idea who yeah. Grindelwald it's Grindelwald. Was. I only knew because like before that happened, like an article comes like Johnny Depp is going to be Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beasts sequel, and I was like. What did you just say? And it's like, Grindelwald! Ryan Grindelwald! Comicbook.com, relax. Jeez. Why are you yelling at me like this? Okay, well, that's it. Did they bring up Grindelwald in the movies at all? Is that just like a... Uh, Probably. I want to say that they do. There's like that scene where they're trying to get back to uh, Hogwarts and they have to go to Dumbledore's brother's house and he smuggles them in through the secret painting tunnel behind that he has a painting of his sister and I think they mentioned Grindelwald in that scene because he's like he killed Dumbledore's sister or something. I don't know. Don't ask me. No, no. <laughs> Carrie, I watched those movies a year ago I and I recall nothing that's, of that's, that. That's one of those scenes that it's like I feel like this would be more significant if I knew what was going on. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't read the books so I just I just remember that. It's like the Second to last. If movie, I sat down I to rewatch those now, it's been a decade since I've seen those. Probably mm-hmm. um, not like I'm walking at a Planet Fitness or whatever, and it's playing on the television. Um, I, I probably had some. I probably uh, gleaned some interesting insights watching them this far removed from when they came out. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt when I watched them for the first time, like oh. a year or two ago. Yeah. I was like, huh. Those first two movies are great. I love the first two I like two the first. So the second one's is like my favorite like, one now. The second and third one are very It's like whimsical, good. magical, like kids book uh, yeah. movie. Yeah. I take that back. The third one is my favorite one by far. And then the second one is my... I thought I didn't like the second one. And then I rewatched them with Greg. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Hold on. Yeah, that, that movie's <laughs> very fun. That's one of the few ones I did watch as a kid. And I liked that one a lot. Uh, but then the third movie came out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> How many? Never uh, I'm, I'm I'm seven, and this is already exhausting <laughs> to me. Um. Anyways, uh, that's after Yang, folks. Um, turning red, baby. Yeah. Uh, Pixar's Turning Red, exclusively on Disney Plus, no so, theater yeah. run, which uh, sort of a kerfuffle. Uh, is what I said on the podcast where people were upset that this wasn't getting a theatrical run mm-hmm. and that it was going to get buried. Did not get buried at all. No. Whatsoever. People yeah. were <laughs> very excited for this movie. Um, so yeah, Turning Red, uh, it is a, can, a movie about a young Canadian girl, uh, young Canadian Asian uh, girl, 
uh, who's got a bunch of dweeby friends. Uh, they're all a bunch of nerds and dorks and whatever the hell. Um, but she's very much a, a person who like loves her mother and has always tried to, you know, uh, live up to her expectations. Uh, and then it turns out they have like a panda curse. You know, and uh, whenever is it is it a is it a specific trigger for each one of them, or is it always like when they get a, like get angry or something? What was it? I don't remember what. I assume it's just whenever they reach puberty age. Right, that they mentioned, but then it's like, yeah. Anyways, you probably know what this movie is because it's very popular. Um, I thought it was great. I don't know, Carrie. Did you ever wind up watching it? Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah, okay. I liked it a lot. Okay, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought, I thought it, was, it was okay. Yeah, I know you thought it was okay. <laughs> Um, I thought, I think, um, it is a very, it is a very down to earth, normal Pixar movie, Panda aside, it is a movie that's dealing with a lot of like normal, like parental relationship stuff and like coming of age things. Like it's not a fantastical fucking raccoon who's um, controlling a human and uh, you know uh it's not a it's not quite i don't know um and i think in that i found it pretty fascinating uh i thought the story it tells uh about being a dorky girl and uh being okay with that and stuff and uh it's pretty interesting I don't love, I, I get the argument that the art style just kind of looks like any Pixar movie. Or not even Pixar, it looks any animated movie. Like, it doesn't look like a Pixar movie necessarily. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, that's where I stand with it. Carrie, what do you think of it? I liked it. I thought it was really cute. I like the, I, I love uh, re- the red panda stuff and <laughs> sort of <laughs> big creature walking around. I'm a big fan. But uh, yeah, I liked, I like. I really enjoy movies about uh, being cringy in eighth grade. I'm just like, yeah, that was me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I really enjoyed the the angle of figuring out where the balance between the connection you have with your family and the connection you have with your friends and like struggling between feeling which one is stronger or trying to please both groups. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a good time. Sandra was great as a mom. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, Sandra was fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say, but I, Billie Eilish and her brother did the music for this movie, and <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I mean, I could not tell until I saw the credits that it was them yeah, that made the music. I forgot for that you mentioned it, and then I saw the credits, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they were just. I saw a clip on TikTok. I think of them talking about how they were just like, we gotta write really watered down boy band music they're like lots of double negative lots of uh lots of things that don't make sense (laughs) it's just them talking about it reminded me of when uh lady gaga had to write like pop music pop pop music for uh what's it star is born star is born where she became a pop star and she had to write all the 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 fluff pop music that Bradley Cooper was like, Ugh, why are you doing music like that? I don't like that. <laughs> I'm gonna... Oops, I'm dead. <laughs> Brian! Oh, I'm man. sorry. <laughs> I didn't really hunt him so... Oh, damn it. Does it. Is it always the tragic end to that character in all the versions well, of the Yeah, because that's what ones. makes the star be born. Oh. It's the, she's born well, from tragedy. Oh. I think. I haven't watched any of the other There's ones, but I assume that that's the thing. Anyways... Uh, Ryan, what do you have to say about Turning Red? It's fine. I think, like, watching it, like, I, I like the ideas of it. I liked how it was tackling, you know, puberty stuff, and specifically puberty for, like, young girls. But I just never found any of the characters fun. And I felt like the, like, the a lot of the humor was hyper, but not, like, in an enjoyable way. Like, it wasn't, like... It was just bouncing from one thing to another, but it was mostly just people just talking to each other, less of just things like mixing together naturally, just like, oh, funny thing, funny thing, well, I'm crazy, boys. And it was just like, okay, I, I, like, I know, I get it. <laughs> Trust me, I get it, please. Um, but yeah, like, it's fine. I think, I, I just didn't care for any of the characters for the most part, but I liked, liked the ideas and what it was going for for the most part. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. But I also don't really care for Disney in general. So, 
maybe that has part. Of I think it. I liked it more than I liked it more than Luca for sure. I think Luca's prettier, but I didn't like Luca very much. And I think I like it better than Soul. Soul looks gorgeous, uh, more prettier than this movie for me. But yeah, I think this is the most interesting thing they've done in a while. And for next me. they're gonna make you know a Lightyear movie. Um, that's the that's in theaters because that's the. That's the cash cap. That's the cash cap. Which is weird because, like, the last, like, four Pixar movies have all been Disney+. Plus, But, you know, Lightyear, that's in theaters. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, whatever. (laughs) Anyways. uh, Well, yeah, lore for the... We always... We gotta say this. uh, We're watching Final Destination 3 this time while recording this episode. We are in the infamous uh, sun tanning uh, death from these ladies. Um. Yeah, they're about to get cooked. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> the concept of putting a fucking bottle of suntan lotion as your little yeah, foot door like, thing. Anyways, like honest, I don't want to say like they had it coming, but like, honestly, that's a <laughs> well, they didn't do that. They didn't the do guy that. did that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the worst thing they did was bring a slushy cup to the. Oh, yeah. that also did not help the situation. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, do people still use these booths? These like candy booths? I don't know. Bits? I don't You're know. You're asking me. Look <laughs> <laughs> at me, me too, Gary. <laughs> Same here. I I don't know. I assume so. Oh. I think spray tans are pretty popular. That's for sure. Is that what you're asking? You would think spray tans? I think be... spray tans the modern version of this because that's like quicker and there's less of you being cooked. Uh, bit cooked, yeah. But I just don't have to that back. The last time I had a, an update on like tanning culture was on that one season premiere of Jersey Shore in like 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 ago. forever ago. It, I think it was the second season, and Snooki was like, "I've switched to spray tans because Obama put a tax on tanning bed <laughs> tans." And so, and then she goes on to endorse John McCain because he would never that's put great. A, never Man, put a tax on tanning. That's <laughs> Fantastic. That's good. That's the last time I knew what was going on in the tanning industry, right? That show is almost a decade old. I know it's definitely a decade old. Old Yeah. Anyways, um, moving on. I don't know what this movie is. Uh, All my friends hate me. Oh, I watched this. Uh, Okay, Uh, Carrie. What is all my friends hate me? Uh, This is. Are you trying to say something to us? Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) That I think you hate me. Oh. Uh, This movie. Well, nobody to think. (laughs) <laughs> this movie i'm pretty sure it's a british film everyone in it's british but uh it's about a guy who has this group of college friends who they were super super close with uh when he was in college and then they sort of went their separate ways like they all stayed close but he sort of branched off and did like charity mission work elsewhere and then now that he's back they're having a birthday bash for him in this a random castle in the countryside and they're like come on it'll be just like old times and basically this entire movie is him being insecure about where he fits in with this group of friends in the present day and just constantly putting his foot in his mouth while being oh, with wow. this group of friends huh. and uh him overanalyzing as the title would suggest him just all, always being paranoid about something huh. going on so then the movie plays with is there something going on or is this man just deeply paranoid? And then while you're watching, you're like, well, now I'm paranoid. It's just, it was a fun, it was a fun, quick movie. And I, I had seen someone mention it online and I made a note to watch it. And I saw that it became available to rent and I checked it out and it was fun. It wasn't anything crazy, but I had a good time with it. I like all the characters were fun. And that sounds uh, like it gives me anxiety. Yeah. It's definitely a, 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 a pressure cringy movie where you're just like, very anxiety inducing but also very fun in a bad way (laughs) all right well that's all my friends hate me that's that sounds interesting it's fun uh windfall baby yeah i watched this This one one has a shrug emoji yeah because i'm forgetting on the notes to our uh our document folks that's what we're talking about uh so this movie stars uh jason siegel lily collins and our good pal jesse plemons friend of the show oh, oh this uh, is a netflix movie this right? is a netflix movie yeah this is this is one of those like so jesse plemons and lily collins uh he is a you know tech millionaire 
and Jason Siegel breaks into their house and basically holds them hostage. Jason Siegel. What does Jason Siegel look like? Let me pull up. He's the big, tall guy from Muppets. Yeah, Muppets. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's basically a robbery gone wrong kind of movie. Um, because he tries to like hold them hostage, but like little things keep happening and it just things just end up do, end up not working out. Um, Carrie is uh, laughing by the transition in Final Destination <laughs> I Three. The transition that's awesome. The, oh, from the flaming tan. You stopped watching immediately after. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Again, I don't know why it stopped there. I cannot remember the last time I watched this movie. But I, I gotta tell you, it was probably for a bit. Anyways, probably. moving on. Anyways, as you're talking yes, about, Jason Segel is uh, keeping fucking Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins or whoever. Yeah, a hostage. Um, he is trying to get money, but because, you know, it's the weekend, the banks are closed, so he has to basically okay. hold them hostage for the rest of the weekend awesome. so they can get, like, the money, like, over to, like, his villa. Um, and... I like the idea. I like all these actors individually, but it's one of those like it 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 really feels like it was filmed during COVID because like there's no other actors besides those three and like a gardener mm-hmm. who comes in like later on, and it's just them like dorking around the house and doing stuff, and I, I like this the the beginning and the end, but like obviously in a movie like this, the middle really drags because they're just like. All right, we're being held hostage. Uh, what do we do? Right. Uh, but uh, it's fine. Uh, it's it, it's a different kind of Jesse Plemons role. He's still a weird asshole, but he's not a cop. He's a tech billionaire, which Ooh. is interesting. Uh, that checks out. I mean, I was introduced to Jesse Plemons as him playing a Nazi in Breaking oh, Bad, so that's not okay. too far off. Okay, I th- yeah, that's how most people know Jesse Clemens from as the Nazi. Yeah, from I don't think me and Carrie. We were that. from. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, I think yeah. he's the first thing I was like that guy. That guy. <laughs> yeah, because I remember because then uh, Jungle. What was the movie that? Oh, Antlers. Antlers <laughs> we saw a trailer yeah. for that yeah. when it was coming out again. We were like, oh, that was Jesse Clemens. Whoa! <laughs> and a lot of people. And a lot of people were upset. Like, how dare Jesse Clemens get gain weight because he was super skinny in Breaking Bad? Oh, really? Yeah, that's weird. Huh. Anyways, Breaking look- Bad. Okay. Uh, and Breaking Bad. What? Windfall. windfall. <laughs> yeah, Windfall's fine. <laughs> Great. Uh, it sounds fun. I would probably check that yeah. out. Oh. Uh, that's Windfall. Uh, X. Gonna give it to you, baby. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about Did you forget song. about X? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> X is the last movie on this list by director Ty West, put out by A24 with Mia Goth, Brittany Snow, one Kid Cuddy, Jenny Ortega of Scream, and what's that one movie with the shooter? The the Fallout. The Fallout, baby. No. Oh, <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, new Ty West movie, horror movie, 70s, uh, schlocky, dirty movie. Oh, hmm. Yeah. yeah, it could be dirtier though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're pornographers. Yeah, but there's the, not like, a lot of I was grit. I mean, you do see make a kid cutty understudy dick. Not actually kid cutty's dick. I doubt it's actually kid cutty's dick in it. What? Uh, <laughs> I think I think it's cowardly of kid cutty to not have shown kid cutty singer of the Sonic the Hedgehog two theme song. Ah. Um. Anyways, X. Um. I guess I'll start with this one. I like I like Ty West. I like the Devil, oh the House of the Devil. I like that song. I like that song. The movie. I the Innkeepers is fine. Uh, I obviously love his work with VHS. Um, and the Sacrament fucking fucked me up because I it just like I can't do cults. Uh, sac- I've not seen that one. Sac- I want to watch it. It's pretty good. It's just uh, it's it's pretty cut and dry of a movie. The sac was Sacrament. Uh, tangent. The Sacrament is a movie about some documentarians from Vice who are like, we're going to embed ourselves with this thing. And then, you know, like a Vice story where they're like, they are blah, 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 blah. Um, instead, it turns out that they're a death cult. And then Oops. They, they come visit them on the day that, like, let's take the Kool-Aid. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, oh. it's, it's very cut and dry. I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cut and dry. Like, what happened? Uh, but it's, but it's uh, shot on video. So it's like. Really disturbing. That's what got to me. I was like, uh, 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 this is like real. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, anyways, back to X. 
X says, uh, yeah, these, these pornographers are like, let's shoot a pornography film, a motion picture where you have sex and you film it. Um, oh, <laughs> that's what they were doing. Exactly. I was so confused. <laughs> uh, and so they go to this really cool normal farmhouse, uh, and then stuff goes bad. Wah, wah, wah. Um, I think I love smut. I mm. love garbage. I mm. love that shit. Um, for me, this movie is it's 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 fun, but it's uh it doesn't go very far in the grindhousey, gross, uh, smutty stuff. And um, I think at a, at its heart, what is interesting about this movie is that there's this narrative. Spoilers for this movie: this narrative of um, sexuality, and you get old, and your body is not what it used to be, mm-hmm. and you don't feel confident about yourself anymore. And uh, you know, you still have desires, and you're still a person. You still like, yeah. But that stuff is kind of it doesn't work because. Ty West and the gang here still kind of make these people seem like creepy old weirdos. Sure. Um, But that's the stuff that is the most interesting for it for me. Um, And I think uh, Mia Goth and Jenny Ortega are are good. Um, Yeah, I know. That's all I got to say about it. Can I ask a question? Because when I was making the notes for this, I was like, oh, I'm the dumbest person alive. Because I didn't realize that Mia Goth played the old woman. Oh yeah, I, I didn't realize that until I was looking into the movie. I didn't know this either. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, it is very God. good old yeah, lady Yeah, no, makeup. it's fantastic. Because I was like, why aren't any of these listing who played Pearl? And I was like, oh, I did not I'm know this. Idiot. I did not know yeah. this. Yeah, so, so it made me want to watch it again. But I really, really liked this movie. I mm-hmm. had a blast with this movie, and I'm glad that I caught it in theaters before. I also it. glad I caught it in theaters. Yeah, it was a good time, and I really liked. I'll probably buy it just because it's. Fun. I will definitely buy it. Um, I don't know. I liked the extreme gore. I had fun with a lot of the practical effects that they were using. I liked a lot of the technical stuff that this movie did. Like I that love one. the alligator. I love yes. it. It's so that good. That shot with Mia Goth floating oh, and then the camera's great. just yeah, that's just a great. mile that's in the just air. Great. Holy that's fuck. That's classic. I lost yeah. my mind. That was I great. That. That, was that was good. so fucking good. That was the stuff that I think that was the most like, ah, yeah, here yeah. we fucking go. <laughs> And I liked a lot of the editing stuff that he did too. Just that was homage to other horror movies. Like when he did the dual panel stuff mm-hmm. with, it made me just think of Carrie. And uh, I like that movie, obviously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And I just really liked the performances. And I like, I just liked this movie way more than I thought I would. I don't know. Yeah, for a group of gang, of, a gang of people that you know are all going to die, they're not completely unlikable they're, they're all interesting yeah. in their own way and the the weird jenny ortega plays a character jenny ortega and her boyfriend are college students who like are film majors or whatever the fuck and right. they're here to get a job yeah. to shoot it and jenny ortega comes from being like i don't know about this porn stuff he was like you know what kid Cuddy, let's have sex and let's film it and i thought that was funny the boyfriend's little... like babe <laughs> um yeah even like the fucking the 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 guys all like with Matthew McConaughey fucking sounding guy. Yeah. He's fine. He's fun. I don't know. I liked him. Yeah, I don't know. Ryan, what'd you think of this? I think I like more of the like the porn parody like humor than like the gore stuff. Cause like just like how like the light humor of like all the dudes are always wearing like really tight underwear and their <laughs> bulges are like comedically large all the time. There's the weird outline of kids cutties weeder and like it's like unrealistically long i feel like that's all like there's a lot of very funny stuff with that um that i really liked but when i got to the gore stuff it just felt like uh like hey this movie is switching gears from like uh porn parody comedy to like horror very quickly and with the villains just being like these two like weird gross old comedic comedically gross old people it's like okay but like i get that these guys are all idiots but like how are how are you dying to like two 80 year old people um who look very unhealthy i should say there are 80 year olds who are healthy and then there's these two yeah that's my thing with uh, it yeah because i think the story at its heart is pretty touching even if they're the bad guys there's yeah. still something there but just the fact that they're like fucking scary stories that tell in the dark looking yeah, motherfuckers. Right. Um 
Anyways, yeah, I don't know. X is it's I like, enjoyable. I like uh, X. There's fine. that prequel that they're gonna make. Um, if you know anything about that. Yeah, they they're gonna make it on the base. Did you on stay for the after credits? Apparently, there's an after credits thing. I didn't know until later. But they're making a prequel called Pearl, where Mia Goth just is Pearl. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> they filmed that um in secret, like after uh, they finished filming X. Uh, Ty West apparently like asked me, got like, hey, you want to stay for like two more weeks and film another movie? And she was huh. like, Oh, all right, sure. Oh well. Awesome. Um, and Looking then he was like, that. and he was like, yeah, it's gonna probably be a trilogy. Ooh! <laughs> it's like okay, cool. Hell yeah. Interesting. Um, so yeah, there oh, yeah, is awesome. there's a prequel already filmed apparently. Sick. Mm. Gimme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's X, and that is the movies of March, folks. Um, I think, uh, and I guess there wasn't that much now that I think about it. It really was in my mind like, oh, the Batman. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the month with the Batman. Um. Anyways, Morbius, baby! Morbius. I can't fucking wait until everybody's watching Morbius and we're all talking about Dr. Michael Morbius, baby! He's like, oh, Michael Morbius, that's just so... Oh, I got some bad news. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great when he says that line. Oh, no. I listened to somebody describe that entire movie play by play. What's the name of the fucking guy um, played by Matt Smith? Matt Smith was a kid. Right, and Michael Morbius met him, and he was like, uh, oh, I'm sick uh, like you, Morbius. Isn't that not what happened? Did somebody yeah, lied yeah, to yeah. him? Uh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm just a little exactly. British boy. What is his I'm name? Sick. They gave him some dumb what, fucking... Milo. Milo, yeah. yeah. My name is Milo Morbius. Exactly. Oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought that Morbius gave Matt Smith the name Milo. Yeah. Yes, he did, but oh, it's okay. not his real name. But it's like they no, make, yeah, it's his like name a, was like Lucius. Exactly. Or something. But like, no, I'm gonna <laughs> call you Everyone Mark. was immediately like, "Oh, that's Milo." <laughs> exactly. Milo. <laughs> Milo. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. That, somebody here, described that to me as well. I've been here ten minutes and they've already changed my name. <laughs> and my everyone went with it immediately. I can't wait until that post credit scene. Okay, the joke here is that well, you guys saw. Did you see my Morbius? You saw Morbius. Of course. Yeah, I saw Morbius. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. Opening night. We'll talk about it next. I want to talk about Morbius, but we can wait. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways. Can I just say one thing about Michael Morbius? Sure. Mike Morbius. Uh it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um I told this to Carrie, but like you know how like when you watch a movie and like no. with the main character when you when you leave a movie and it has a main character that's like their name is in the title, yeah. you you come away with a basic understanding <laughs> of like who that person is and like what their motivations <laughs> and like interests are. None of that. <laughs> it's, it's honestly astonishing. I, Especially because it's Jared Leto, a man who is so like painfully weird with his characterization. Yeah, I watched this movie and learned nothing about Morbius. <laughs> That's all I want. I, I just want to, I just need to emphasize that because it just blows my <laughs> mind crazy. how a movie can be yes. named after someone and then I left yeah. knowing nothing yeah, about Ryan, this person. Ryan pointed that out when we were driving home and I was like, oh yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't know a single thing about this. I learned more about Milo Morbius. <laughs> oh, that's why they called him Morbius because of Milo Morbius. It all comes around. I don't, know I don't get it. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> I hope the food is better in this joint. Um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Knuckles. Uh, another movie yeah. that we have that I have seen. I saw it. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll talk about it yeah, then. Greg wanted to see it. <laughs> Anyways, ambulance, baby. Michael Harry, Bay. You did change the uh, the font for the L A. like it is in the poster because I'm oh, guessing it takes yeah. place in L A. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Michael Beck is back, baby. Michael Beck is back. Exactly. Uh, ambulance. I uh, might see ambulance. I don't know if it's still playing. Shit. <laughs> It was playing at the Alamo today. Um, wow. When I was leaving, I walked. I walked past. And I heard like, Pew! and I was like, "Is that an ambulance?" And <laughs> I looked, and it was an ambulance. And I was like, "Yes." But now that's a movie that knows what it's doing. They should make a. They should make a hurdle for like movie sounds. And just like, "Pew!" It's all. I'm not ambulance. ambulance. <laughs> it's like, you did it. You're the only person to get that. Whoa. <laughs> what is Father Stew? Father Stew <laughs> is a movie that Mark Wahlberg produced. Oh, God. Um, and a- according to this thing I read, he put forth most of the money for it. Um, it is about a boxer who slash criminal who later became a priest. 
and Mel Gibson plays his dad. Mm. So Gross. there's a few <laughs> issues. <laughs> First off, Mark Wahlberg as a priest is interesting. Him putting forth so much money into it just because like he believes in it is like, like like I like that like I, I I enjoy when an actor is very passionate about a project that they put forth a lot of their own money. Sure. That's always admirable. But this is a weird one, especially when you're gonna have someone as genuine, mostly unliked as uh, Mel Gibson uh, playing your dad. Um, but yeah, that's Father Stu. Okay, that's well, I'm glad I it's, knew about that now. It's not super well liked. It, I believe it's out at the point of a uh, pod. Everything, everywhere, all at once from Daniels uh, and Michelle Yeoh. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that the next month. Yeah, we'll probably have a lot to say. Uh, Duel. Duel. Yeah, Karen Gillan, um, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Uh, I know that. Uh, directed by Riley Stearns of uh, Art of Self-Defense fame. Uh, another deadpan. Is this another deadpan comedy? One, oh my god, okay. 100% deadpan. It's great. The okay. delivery is so good. That's all I gotta we say. We skipped uh. Fantastic Beasts. Oh, oh I right. couldn't find them. <laughs> Hopefully, this movie will teach me where to find them. Oh uh, yeah. Fantastic Beasts. The secret. Is that like next week? It's I think today. It's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it came out yesterday okay. as a recording. I don't think anyone's gonna watch it. I'll be honest with you. There was a guy at my work today, actually. Now that I think about it, who was on the phone with someone, and I assumed that they were planning to go see this movie, and he was like. Yeah, we're going to see that Beasts movie, Fantastic Beasts. And so, someone responded, he's like, something about Dumbledore. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he did say, we were going to go to the 7 o'clock, but that was sold out. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> this is just, like, it's just shocking to me that, because, you know, J.K. Rowling is, like, not helping her case no. with her fans. Awful. <laughs> but it's also, like, even, like, if she wasn't doing that, these movies I feel <laughs> like are still bad. Are just like kind of boring. There's nothing going for Harry Potter. Um, no. and I've only seen the first one, but like, it's just because like when Harry Potter's like, okay, it's these kids on these adventure. That's that's like fun and nostalgic, whether mm. you're a kid or an adult. But this is this is boring adults going on boring adventures. It's like okay, it's set in the past, so you know, like nothing remarkable could possibly happen like what will dumbledore's secret be that he's gay yeah i was gonna say i think we know <laughs> it's never said explicitly in the movies so i don't know all, all i know is from what you've told me about uh the secrets of grindelwald or his crimes oh crimes it, of grindelwald yeah, is yeah, awful. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um they're like he and grindelwald were very very close Good wink, friends. Wink. And it's like, that doesn't make him gay, though. Now does it? It just makes you dance around with the subject for some reason. Anyways, yeah. Great. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> uh, we are all going to the World Fair. Yeah. Y'all are talking about this in the group chat, and I did not have time to catch up on this, but what is this? I don't know a whole lot. Okay. I just know it was doing it did well like a festival it was doing numbers doing numbers at a festival <laughs> and it's like a a horror psychological horror kind of thing mm -hmm. um, that has to do with a virtual reality video yeah. game um and i'm like cool yeah i just really like the poster and i I've like heard the good things yeah, and yeah. i'm a dumbass so i'm like okay. good poster is good movie no now that <laughs> no because i also heard like good things and like i like the poster and i love a good spooky movie so it's like yeah, why not? Let's do it. I you said this was playing play. somewhere? Or it's you... playing at the Alamo for one day next yeah, Tuesday, one the 19th. Day. Yeah. Okay. Me and Ryan have tickets if you want to join Okay, us. now that you've mentioned it, I might look into that. Okay, yeah. great. But I did read, because after you bought the tickets, uh, HBO Max did, by the way. Streamed. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember seeing that because I kept yeah. checking streaming because I remember <laughs> seeing that it was going to be on streaming and I assumed it wouldn't be playing in theaters every, anywhere. Yeah, so but this is like an advanced screen Max. at our yeah. local album, but it will be on HBO Max eventually. <clears throat> that's right. Maximum time, baby. The bad guys. I'm the bad guys. Uh, I'm the song. bad guys. Da -da. Da -da. Da -da. 
<laughs> when was the last time DreamWorks made like a movie? Oh, this movie! <laughs> this looks dumb. What is interesting about this movie, though, as you, your point, Ryan, that when's the last time DreamWorks made a big thing? Yeah. Is that uh, you can definitely, across the animation movie business, you can definitely feel the effects of Into the Spider-Verse and everything. Yeah. And this feels like that, only that, like, oh, it looks different. Yeah, it looks it, different. Yeah, and like I noticed that because like I saw the trailer, I was like, huh, that that does not seem like DreamWorks style. And then I saw that Puss in Boots trailer. Yeah. And that visual is like very different from the Shrek yeah. movies and the old Puss in Boots. So it's like, okay, this must be their new like in-house style or whatever. And like it looks it's better. It's interesting. It looks better. Like it looks more like it pops out more than the kind of more realistic approach that they did. Um, the bulgy 3D. The bulgy 3D, but... You know, I don't That's know. my takeaway, is that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, did change things, I feel. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, I'm excited that we get a new one of those this it, year. Uh, it is crazy to me, though, still, that, you know, Sony made that, and yet... Is it this year, or did it get delayed to next year? No, it's Spider-Verse Part 1 is, uh, is October still. Great. But it's just crazy that they made Spider... The first Spider-Verse, and then they still, like, pump out a Morbius... So it's like they learn a lesson and then they're like, no, 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 back, back to the old grind. I don't know what they're playing because next is a uh, fucking Craven, Craven the Hunter, baby. Yeah. We love Craven. That's supposed to be January of next we year. We love making Aaron Taylor Johnson put on a dumb accent. Uh, is what we love in Marvel. Who doesn't love that? It's good to be. Uh, My name's Craven the Hunter. Uh, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Craven, but I don't understand how you can make a Craven the Hunter movie without a Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't either. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He's just going to be hunting boar? How is that fun? He's just gonna watching be like, the big game hunter? Because, <laughs> like, Karen, the, will I learn anything about this man if I watch this movie, or will so it be another movie? The, the, the thing about Craven the Hunter, Carrie, is he's a villain who's, like, a big game hunter, and he loves killing, you know, big crazy animals and he sees this spider-man he's, he's, like, like, he's like i'm gonna hunt spider-man exactly oh, so he's like he's a real he's a spider exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's an basically animal. it yeah and Weird. like he's entertaining enough in like cartoons and like comic books but i wouldn't i wouldn't have like he'd be fine if he was the villain of a spider-man movie but mm. like yeah. This is so weird. Like it's all it's, it's as weird too. as it's as weird as a Morbius movie. Exactly. They're like who they're like bosses get? in the way like we threw away threw in the licensed Spider-Man movie video game for you to fight yeah. while before you get to the main guy. Anyways, I'm that movie's in the can, so that movie's <laughs> gonna come out regardless, but I hope we don't go I mean they're doing a Madam Web movie with Dakota Johnson. Yeah, I was they like are. Fuck. I was trying to explain to Carrie who Madam Web was, and she was like, nope, not happening. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> to be fair, Madam Web is hard to explain. Yeah, I don't yeah. but I am uh, excited but to see what Dakota Johnson to... looks like in that costume. Oh, Anyways, <laughs> Craven the Hunter, no, the North Man. I'm so fucking sick and tired of seeing the trailers for this movie. I know I'm a hater. Listen, mm. I just really, really, really like the part where they throw the spear at him. <laughs> Catches it and throws it back. That's pretty I can good. watch that over and That's over pretty again. good. <laughs> I just I just love Robert Eggers' like commitment to like this is an authentic ass movie. I know. It's when, so fun. I was talking to Greg about this and I was like, when the mass reception to a movie is I'm confused, I'm like, get me in there. Yeah. I wanna see that. Because like I would <laughs> never walk into like a Viking esque kind of movie ever. But if he's in charge of it, it's like, yeah. all right, yeah, I'm gonna have fun with this. Yeah, because it'll at least have enough weirdness that it's yeah. not just boring. Like we are Vikings and we are fighting. Yeah, which is I will fine, kill you, but... Fielder. <laughs> I will save you, Kidman. <laughs> or whatever the other part of that is. Mother, I will mother. avenge uh, you, Father. I will we'll save, save you, Mother. mother I will I'm kill you, Mjolnir. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm so happy that movie's coming. I'm sick and tired of looking at it. Anyway. That, that's your uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> I guess. Downton Abbey is May. Oh. So it's coming up. Like, you gotta go back to it. Anyways. I have to go back. <laughs> I have to go to my beach house or whatever this one's about. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent. Whoa. Is this movie... Okay, is there any reviews or impressions on this movie? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Our uh, reviews oh. drop for some things, and it's been uh, pretty positive. Okay, oh, good. Cool. Yeah. Good. Because it could either land into, like, okay, you guys went a little bit too into the bit. A little too much. Right. You gotta... I, I remember reading that had a 100% Rotten Tomatoes at one point, but early on, that doesn't really yeah. mean. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But... When initial stuff is like pretty positive, it's like, all right. I'm it, excited. It I, seemed, mm-hmm. Nick Cage is very excited. Yeah. For Based on concept, I was like, that sounds fantastic. And then when the first trailer came out, I was a little worried. Because yes. I was like, this seems like just studio comedy y, mm-hmm. and like people, it would just be like, I don't know, inauthentic no, yeah, in I a way. It. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. It's like too meta. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. But I don't know. I'm willing to have a good time. It's like people it's who only hear about how crazy Nick Cage's films are yeah. making a film about him without really understanding. Yeah, they just have a folder of the memes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, people really like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm yeah, going to watch it. Obviously. I just hope it's great. I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's perfect. <laughs> Anyways, that's April. And Ooh. we're halfway through April. And uh, I don't know. Cinema. Yeah. I think it's back, baby. I don't know. Okay. Well. <laughs> I was uh, thinking about this because I, I was seeing like the trailers for like uh, Marcel the Shell and like some other stuff. So and it's like, I think this might be a very good year. Whenever you say movies. so, I'm Marcel the Shell's not doing anything for me. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm a hater. I showed, I showed that trailer to Greg and he was like, is this like a thing? And I was like, you don't know about Marcel the Shell with shoes on? And he was like, <laughs> What's your problem? Get out of here. Uh, anyways, uh, I've been reading a lot, a lot about you, Doc. I think some of a group of guys like you and me can make a difference. Uh, I just I am some, obsessed. I am just obsessed with the end credits for Morbius here's, as I read it. Sorry, I want to talk about Morbius. What blows my what blows my mind about that is like if you think about Michael Caine's character. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense because he has lived through like aliens attacking Earth multiple times, robots attacking the Earth multiple times, everyone vanished off the face of the planet for five years, and yet when he is somehow transported to another dimension, he's like. I think that spider guy might be behind this. It's like, why him? There are aliens and, like, ghosts and, like, vampires. Why do you think it's the spider guy? In retrospect, you should have probably forgotten about Spider-Man by now. Yeah, I would have. I'm excited for the... If somebody should do the documentary or research or tell-all of the marketing lead-up to Morbius. There is one thing that I want to bring up to you guys. Um, Do you remember the uh, cop? Uh, Tyrese. Um, oh yeah, from from uh, Fast Furious. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. His character was supposed to have a robot arm he because talks, he does in the in the comic books. In the right. comics, he has one, and in early stuff, they film with like something on him as if he was going to have a robot arm. And in early stuff, he talked about how he was going to have a robot arm, oh. but they cut it out. Oh no. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. That's, that's what I'm saying because that blew my mind. Because there's so much in the trailer from right here that's just not in the movie. Yeah. Like there's just Michael Keaton scenes not in the like, movie. Like like Disney did that fucking documentary about the making of Frozen Two. I want to see one of those for Morbius because <laughs> I didn't watch that documentary, but I have a friend who did, and from from him I gleaned that that documentary was just them being like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> I don't know what the story is. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> So I feel like the Morbius documentary would be a very similar vibe. Let's I mean, start a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you so oh, much. We know we're starting a Discord, but we haven't even filmed the movie yet. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Movies That Are Real. Um, I'm George Cruz. I've been your host. You can find me at jcruzalvarez26. Carrie, where can people find you and your review oh. of Morbius? Oh, you can find my review of Morbius on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie. If other Carries pop up, I'm the one with the witch fingers in my photo. Nice. <laughs> uh, Ryan Lance. Anyways, I'm Ryan. Uh, film piece on Letterboxd is where you could find me and read about how I thought about Morbius. I still can't get over um, Morbius. <laughs> Yeah. We'll be talking about Morbius for years oh to come. He's just a fine character. He's fine in the comic book. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's fine because he works fine as like a silly villain for a Spider-Man to fight. Not as like 
the next Marvel legend arrives. <laughs> Not as fucking that. Morbius. That tagline has big, be prepared for the beginning of a dark universe energy. Oh, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine if like they did that shit with like Michael Keaton oh, and fucking Jared Leto <laughs> and Taron Taylor Johnson, like the Sinister Sticks burr, 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 or something. I cannot believe Bitter Sinister Six so far is Venom, Michael Keaton, uh, Jared Leto, <laughs> Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota Johnson's not necessarily a bad guy. I mean, Madam Webb is not a bad guy. Yeah, but she's a bad girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But apparently neither is Venom or I guess it's Morbius. That... I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a like, George... at the end of the movie, so why would he want to join Michael George Keaton's George Dark Universe and I'm sad again. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Anyways, that's a podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll talk about the movies of April next time. Bye bye.